Sit sahib. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Relax your shoulders, soften your face. Keep breathing as we continue our discussion or satsang on Kabir. The reason it's being satsang or called satsang, that means truth and together. So basically, we're just talking or discussing about Kabir, who is a saint and has done a spiritual journey and just talking about him kind of like make us more aware, right? So that's why it's satsang. It's a very common practice in India, basically. So today we'll dive into his story of how he got his guru or kind of like, you know, how he came to known as a disciple of Ramanand. So as we knew from our previous talks that Kabir, you know, born to Hindu, raised by a Muslim family, and he was a big speaker of kind of like, nope, I'm not going to practice any religion. I'm not going to blindly follow any rituals. Rather, I'll go or take this path of spirituality, not a very popular path in those times. And one of the things that came again and again, and he was very much emphasizing on the importance of the human guru, somebody who is present in the time, gives the diksha or mantra, and then the disciple follows the path that the teacher or this guru, spiritual guru, is teaching them, right? So that's something he was talking about or in his poetry and, uh, you know, all, that was one of his biggest, uh, like the preaching out there, that you need to have your guru if you want to uh, you continue or even have a spiritual journey to begin with. You just cannot have a spiritual journey without a human guru. And it was not just a teacher, it has to be a spiritual guru who actually is enlightened. So these people around him uh, kind of like started asking questions. So especially these uh, religious uh, preachers or the priest, they were like, okay, Kabir, you always talk about, you know, uh, the importance of human guru. Who is your guru? Because as we know, you don't go to temple, you don't go to masjid, you don't go to any original uh, religious place. So who is your guru? And then Kabir said, my guru is Ramanand. A quick background on Ramanand. Ramanand was one of the most respected and a very strict Brahmin of a very high caste Brahmin, right? He, he was one of the most respected uh, Brahmin of his times. And somebody like Kabir, who belongs to a lower caste to begin with, and then not even sure if it's a Hindu or Muslim, and then saying that Ramanand is his guru, that was a big deal. Because if somebody is saying Ramanand is my guru in that time, that means that Ramanand has not only accepted a low caste person in his 
school or as a disciple, but also that means he has accepted somebody who is so against the whole religious practices, right? So Ramanand heard about it and they kind of like gathered and they were like, okay, we need to, uh, you know, everybody uh, brought in the room and the Ramanand was like, no, I never made him my disciple. He is not my student. I am not his guru. So they bring them face to face, Kabir and Ramanand. So Kabir uh, sitting there and he looks at Ramanand and he's like, yep, you are my guru. So Ramanand said, but I don't remember accepting you as my disciple. So Kabir said, no, you do not have to accept me as your disciple at all. It is never in the hands of teacher to make anybody their student. It's always a student who decide who their teacher will be. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? So Ramanand like, okay, even if we go with that, even if we go with that belief, because that is true. You cannot ask somebody to respect you as a guru or a teacher. It always has to come from the student, right? So it's like, okay, even if you say that, Ramanan said, but then there is this ritual or at least something has to happen. At least we two have to come in contact in some way, form, shape. And then I have to give you a teaching or a mantra. So, uh, I become your guru. So I don't remember that happening either because this is the first time I am even seeing you here. So I, I don't think that we have ever had any contact before this meeting. So Kabir said, well, do you remember a few years ago uh, when you used to go or when you were living in Varanasi and then uh, you used to go at dawn to take bath or dip in the river Ganga? Uh, or Gange. So he's like, yes. So he's like, remember one of the day when it was still dark and well, as you were stepping down to go take your dip, your feet touched a human body and you said Ram as your feet touched it because you were doing your own mantra. And Ramanan said, yes. Who said, the boy or the person your feet touched was me. And the first word that came out of your mouth or you spoke was Ram. So you are my guru because you touched me. Your feet touched me. So you are my guru. And the mantra you gave me was Ram. And that's it. And then Ramanan looking at, so basically the Kabir has won this argument with his clever, <laughs> you know, uh, back and forth. Kabir is the winner of this argument because whatever he was saying was true. So he was telling Ramanand his guru. So basically Kabir have a human guru. He telling him that how Ramanand actually touched him. So his feet touched his, you know, head. So that happened, the contact happened. And then the word, the mantra, the Ram came out. So that happened. And everything was true. And Ramanand was like, okay, fine. I, I kind of like, you know, I accept my defeat. You are right. I am your guru because that whole diksha happened. The whole kind of like me giving you the mantra happened. So yes, I am your guru. But the other thing you always say is that you are enlightened. Kabir, Kabir is enlightened, right? So Kabir, you are enlightened. So how come I have not seen what you are saying that you have seen? And to this answer, to answer his question, Kabir said, well, the thing is, what you want to see is, is kind of like within you. 
It's right there. But the thing is, you are not lifting your whale. And I can see and I can tell you that you are wearing the whale. It's you who is holding back. It's not the 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 divine that's holding back anything from you. Uh, and then Ramanan was like, okay, you know what? Guru and disciple. The guru has this kind of like a... One of the Kabir Doha says, Guru Parasko Antro Janat Hesapsant Veloa Kanchan Kare Yekarle Mahant. So basically it's saying that that Guru and the disciple in, in the spiritual journey basically are one. The guru is teaching the disciple and disciple is teaching the guru at the same time. So if one or the other are enlightened, they can make another person enlightened. Does that make sense? Um, so for example, uh, we have this cookbook, right? And we are doing the recipe and then you have the cookbook, a person who is following the cookbook and doing the recipe versus you have somebody who wrote the cookbook and standing there and giving the instructions. And so either way, the person following the recipe or the, uh, through the book or the life person giving the instructions to that person to follow the recipe the person who is following the recipe from the book knows the recipe and the person who wrote the book knows the recipe. So Kabir was the one who wrote this book, right? And the Ramanan was one who was following it. So Kabir was able to point out that where he was lacking. And then Ramanan asked for Kabir's help. And because Kabir has already accepted or kind of like, you know, uh, made Ramanand his guru. So he was like, yep, I will come to your next morning practice and I'll tell you how you can lift the whale. And that content story to be continued in the next podcast session. Till then, have a very wonderful day. Thank you.